Hello, mama. Happy day. <laughs> Whatever day of the week it is, wherever you are. I just am excited to be here with you. It's such an honor to sit with you and that you are listening. I don't know why, but uh, only God. So <laughs> thank you. I love getting to be here with you. And today we get to dive into such a great question that somebody that joined our Facebook community posed. And I just had to spend some time on this because I think it is such a pervasive belief in motherhood. And I just want to speak to it for a minute. So the question we're answering is, will motherhood always be so exhausting? If you can relate to that mama, you are in good company. And um, I feel it at times. We're going to talk about that. And I hope that I can shed a little bit of hope for you and and maybe challenge you a little bit. Uh, there's all kinds of thoughts around that. So we'll go there in a minute. But hey, I, I found this question because of the Facebook community. So my encouragement to you is if you are not yet in it, make sure you hop in. I love to get to hear your suggestions. Like when you join the Facebook group, I ask you what you're most struggling with. And that's where I so often get ideas for these episodes. And so if you have a struggle you want me to talk about, I might not have the answers and I don't, I won't talk on it if I don't, not that I ever have all of the answers, but um, anyways, I would love to get to hear what you're struggling with. So I can just speak directly to it. It helps me know that, um, know what I need to speak on. It helps me, just gives me ideas and, you know, and now I never run out of ideas to talk about here. So just make sure you're in there, please. You know, and even if you're already in the Facebook group, post your ideas in the group. I would love to see them. I would love to hear them. Let me know. You can find this group at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash Morning Mama Facebook group. You can also find that link in the show notes, or you can go into Facebook and search uh, Morning Mama Collective. You can find us all of the ways group is growing so fast. I can't even believe it. It's amazing. My friend and uh, colleague Lauren leads it. She is constantly encouraging and she's just amazing. So I, we would love to see over there, see your face, learn your story and hear your suggestions. So pop them in there. Can't wait. And today we're going to, we're going to dive into this one. So I'm excited. Let's go. Welcome to the Morning Mama Podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. All right, Mama, so excited to hop into today's episode. Will motherhood always be so exhausting? And I'm curious, your answer, what do you think? Like, do you think, I assume if you're listening to this, you have felt this exhaustion or are currently in it, and you're wondering, will it ever end? And so you probably don't have the answer. So I'm excited to share mine with you, but I would also love to hear anything you have to say about it. You can always put that in the Facebook group. I would love to hear it. So here's my answer. Will it always be so exhausting? Is it supposed to be so exhausting? No, no, no. But 
Will there be days, weeks, maybe even seasons where you feel exhausted? Absolutely. So we got a both and going on. But, you know, I want to I talk about those nuances there. Because if you're in the middle of a season, I don't want you to just think, well, maybe it's just the season. This is why I'm exhausted. Because maybe there are some things that you need to shift in order to get out of that. Because that's not what God has for you. But let's let's talk first. So God, first of all, God never promised that life would be easy. Like, you know, there's there's some mentality out there of like prosperity gospel. God's going to, you know, just, just answer every single one of your prayers and all this abundance. And yes, God is a provider. Yes. God made promises to us and he is faithful and he is good and he gives good gifts to his children and he brings peace and so much things, so many good things. But also he said, let's read this first, John 16, 33. This is Jesus talking. He said, I have said these things to you that in me, you may have peace. Oh, we love that part. It's so good. Yes. Peace in Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. And I do fully believe that there is always peace available in Jesus. However, we have to read the second part of this verse. It says, in the world, you will have tribulation. I'm going to read the whole thing again. There's a third part too. It says, I have said these things to you that in me, you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation. But take heart, I have overcome the world. So another bit of hope at the end. However, that middle, the little middle verse that we don't like to talk about is still there. In the world, you will have tribulation. Okay, so that's real. But we also know that peace is available and that it will not overcome us because Jesus has overcome the world. However, the tribulation is still coming. So so there's a major tension here, right? God offers us that peace. God says we will not be overcome. But he also says there's going to be some trials, right? And if we read the definition of what tribulation is, so good, guys, just ready. It says the definition of tribulation is a cause of great trouble or suffering. Don't you love that? Tribulation is a cause of great trouble or suffering. So let's, let's input that in there. In the world, you will have great trouble or suffering. So good. Okay. However, it says we will have peace and it will not overcome us. So let's keep talking about this. So I've been talking to you a little bit about the season I'm in and some of the the trials that I've been walking through. And, you know, literally as I'm sitting here right now, as I'm typing these words, there are some men in my kitchen sawing through our wall. (laughs) So fun. So fun, right? Turns out we have a slab leak. Very exciting stuff. If any of you have been through that, you know just how fun it is. We're still in the beginning stages of it, so I don't even know how crazy it's going to get up in here, but I know they're sawing in the wall. So just that is just, that's just not great. <laughs> also, we are in the middle of a move. You know, we, we do have some time, but we get the house in a couple weeks. We move in in about a month and a half. So we got boxes stacked around kind of in the middle of all that stuff. I'm also very pregnant. I'm actually I mean, I'm only six months, but I look like I'm like 10 months. 
feel like I'm 10 months, so much hip pain, can barely walk. Uh, today, you know, as they're sawing into my wall, it's also the launch of the Morning Mom Academy, which is so exciting, but you know, just just one more thing, right? You're already nervous and trying to trying to make everything happen for that, and, and then there's just always more things, right? Uh, it's also, we're right in the middle uh, at our Church of Beginning Connect Group launch, and I'm the Connect Group director, so there is a, a ton of pressure on me right now to make sure everyone's getting into groups, the groups are functioning, everything, all the details are there. It's, it's so much. Whew, I can't even talk about it right now. I'm going to get stressed out. <laughs> the pressure is real. I'm trying not to let it turn into stress. There's also, right, school's about to start, so we got school year orientation coming, meet the teacher, all the preparation that comes with that, home, uh, not homework, <laughs> basically homework for me, but like uh, paperwork I got to fill out, right? So all of that, all of those pressures are mounting, and this is why often we feel exhausted, right? And now, you know, I, I share all of this and I know, I know these are, these are such small trials. Like I couldn't even really call these tribulation because great, great trouble or suffering. Absolutely not. But these are some trials I'm walking through right now. And I know for some of you, there is real tribulation going on. You know, maybe, maybe it's working through a death. Maybe it's disability with yourself, with your kids, with your spouse, with a parent. Maybe it's natural disaster. I mean, maybe it's robbery. Like there's, there's so many things, some kind of trauma, like so many things that are so much bigger, real tribulation that you might be facing right now that you might be trying to get through right now. So I'm not trying to say these are tribulation, but right. They're trials. They, they add up they create a lot of pressure, easily can become this tornado in my life that, that could easily take me down or in the very least, just leave me beat up and exhausted and feeling like I can't go on, leaving me to just go in and numb out all the time. We were talking about that a lot in the academy this week about how, how all of us often have our different ways of numbing out. It can be something as simple as TV. Obviously, it can be more intense than that, but the, the, all of it is equal. And so all of that easily could lead me to this place where I, I just feel like I can't handle it anymore. That I just, I, I don't even want this life anymore. And I think motherhood specifically can feel this exhausting because there's life and life easily stacks up, right? All these little things, like most of these things I listed weren't even about my kids except for the school, but you know, it's all these things. But then you, you stack up all these things in life and then you like pour this bowl of motherhood over it that fills in any margins of time or energy or, um, you know, mental capacity that you have left in your life. And it overflows it because we have our kids to take care of. And it's just this giant add-on to all of these life things that we already have to deal with, right? Like, like we go to a job and then we come home and we have another job. <laughs> and we have to do a normal thing in life, like cooking, but then there's children pulling at our leg or screaming in the other room and fighting. And, you know, we constantly have the nagging weight of their lives on our shoulders that we are responsible for them to keep them safe, to help them be healthy humans, to help them be successful, right? Just this constant gnawing pressure. <laughs> we have a lot more pressures financially, right? We have to, we have to care for them. We have to, to give them clothes and food and shelter and all of these things beyond just ourselves. 
Uh, there's constantly things to set up for them, papers to sign, new clothes to buy. Like I said before, all of these things, they just add up and add up and add up. So <laughs> any normal pressures that come along in life, like of being a homeowner or having hard things happen at your job, it all just gets stacked up and motherhood multiplies every pressure by a thousand. Right? You feel that? This is why so many of us can just feel like exhaustion is just the reality. Like there's no other way out. Like this is just it. So (laughs) is there hope? Do I have any encouragement for you? Yes. Yes, I do. I do. (laughs) There is hope. First of all, though, it's real. Like the pressure is real. The things that we have to carry as mothers the weight of it is real. Like all of those things are real. Everything I just talked about. I don't, we we can't minimize it. We can't be, we can't just like turn a blind eye and pretend it's not there because then we're just, just confused and, and don't know how to handle things and take care of ourselves. Like we have to see what's there and see how it's affecting us and see why we're feeling this way. That's important, but we just can't stop there because remember tribulation will come in this world, but We are promised peace and it will not overcome us. Okay? So the tribulation is there, but there is peace and it will not overcome us. So how do we get to that place? Okay, before we like jump into the general encouragement I have for you and the and the challenges I have for you, I have to just speak to those of you that are moms of littles. Because... (laughs) If you're in a season of littles, I have heard, now I'm still in it with you. I'm in it there. I'm right there with you. But I have heard that it does get better. I've heard so many people talk about how they actually really did not like this season of babies and toddlers and that they love their kids now. They love their family so much more now. Not not that they didn't love their kids then, but they just love being a parent in this season better. And there is something about the the littles and the the babies and all of, you know, that little stage that is is physically demanding and exhausting. There's so many people that are like, I don't know, I can't even imagine going back and doing what you're doing now. I, I do not envy you. I do not want to be there again. I am so glad I'm out of that phase. And I hear that and I just, I just get encouraged, right? Like, first of all, there is peace offered to you in this season and there it will not overcome you. So those things are still true. And again, we're going to talk about those more and, and how to step into that. But I also want to tell you that it's okay if this season is just harder than than some of the others are going to be. It's okay that this isn't your favorite season. It's okay that it is not always filled with joy. It's okay if you don't like it. And just because you don't like this season, it doesn't mean that you're not going to like being a mother. Because again, I hear the stories and it's so good. There's there's more coming. Now, I also want to say that we do have to learn to find that peace in every season. And we have to learn to find that joy in every season. And we have to learn to be present in every season, even when it's not our favorite. Right? So it's, again, that tension. But just know that, that the physically demanding part of this season will not last forever. 
Okay, I had to say that for a minute. Speaking to myself as well. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so let me, let me go back to generalizing this. So if you are feeling exhausted and overwhelmed and capped out all of the time, then there is something wrong. That is not how you should feel. Now, I don't like shoulds, but what I mean by that is that, that there is more waiting for you right? I'm not trying to condemn you and shame you here. I'm trying to say there is more, that God has more for you. You don't have to just stay in this place. Again, there will be moments, there will be weeks, there will be seasons where it does feel that way. But if this is just all the time, if this is the story of your life, if this is the story of motherhood for you, then God has more waiting for you. Because remember, it says tribulation will come. And remember the definition of tribulation, right? It is, where did it go? It is, the definition of tribulation is great trouble or suffering. Okay? So motherhood, you know, at times can be that, especially if you're, you know, going through some other major trials like we were talking about, like death and disability and all these things, right? So, so yes, but there's nothing worse than great trial or suffering, right? So you can't get worse than tribulation, So that means that in all things, no matter how bad they are, there is peace that is promised with that. So my question to you is, are you experiencing that peace? Do you know how to tap into that peace? Do you you have any moments of that peace? When's the last time you felt that peace? And my encouragement to you is no matter how big your suffering is, no matter how overwhelming the trouble is, there is peace offered to you. And Jesus has overcome. And so therefore, you will not be overcome by this. And I want you to cling to that. And I want you to to remember that, like, when you start hitting this place of being so tapped out and so overwhelmed and so just feeling like you cannot take another step forward, this is not how it has to be. There is more for you, daughter. Now, if you heard my, my uh, podcast on the promised land, you know that, that that more always comes with battles and sacrifice. So it doesn't mean it's going to be easy to get the more, but it is available to you. So, But we got to fight for it sometimes. So we're going to go in and we're going to, and this is where I'm going to start challenging you. We need to begin by assessing why you're feeling this way. Okay? We got to break it down. We got to go into the nooks and crannies and figure out like what are the things that are contributing to allow you to be in this space and not receive the peace that God is offering. And I'm going to list off a number of things. These are often things that I talk about because these are just tenets of what God says we need in our life. But I want you to listen to all of these and pinpoint, you know, maybe you find yourself in one of these. Maybe you find yourself in all of these, maybe two or three, like figure out what, what is resonating with you. And if it's not on this list, sit down and ask God, God, why am I feeling this way? What, what is contributing for, to me to be in this state and just spend some time in silence listening and, and ask him to show you and reveal to you what is going on that is contributing to you being here. Okay. So here's some of the things that, that might be contributing. The first one is boundaries. This is a big one. We haven't really talked a ton about this one lately. I have a whole series on boundaries from last year, like about a year ago. You can go all the way back to episode, I think, 35 it starts. And 
um, goes into a few specifics, boundaries in social media, boundaries in family, all the, all the boundaries. So go check that out. If this, if this is you can go dive in a little bit deeper, but today I want to ask you is, do you have boundaries? Do you have boundaries with others? Do you have boundaries with your kids? Do you know how to say no to people? Do you know how to say no to your kids? Right? There's, there's so much here. I'm sure we're going to do some more work on boundaries here soon on the podcast. But boundaries are what make up our lives. It distinguishes our life from someone else's life. And, and God loves boundaries. I have a podcast on that specific question. But we are made for boundaries. And there's a whole book on this. If you haven't heard of it by now, oh man, you're behind, but <laughs> never too late. It's called Boundaries um, by Dr. Henry, Henry Cloud. It's so good. This is what it really changed my life. I read it like a decade ago now, I feel like. Uh, and it was so pivotal in my life. If this is an area you struggle with, go and read it. It will change you. So if you're constantly just letting people decide things for you and you feel like you have to say yes to people at church, to your family, to your kids, that's that's not how it's supposed to be. Now, you need to use kindness and love and, and use wisdom in answering these things. And maybe you do need to say yes at church because God's calling you to this thing and you're using it as an excuse. But we're here, you know, I, I heard someone say recently that they they were trying to to give God, like to say yes to God in every way. And so that meant saying yes to all the things at church. Can, I, can you help with this? Can you help with this? Can you help with this? And, you know, if God is calling you to that and, and saying like, yes, daughter, lean into yes to this, yes to all of these things, then great. But, but don't mistake someone else's ask for God's voice. Sometimes they overlap. Absolutely. And, and uh, most of you, if you've been around here for a minute, know how passionately I feel about serving in our local churches. Like that is how God created us. That's part of our job as Christ followers. And it is so fulfilling. So I'm passionate about that. Like, don't get me wrong here. However, we don't just say yes blindly to everything. Just because someone is asking you doesn't mean it's God's voice. And, and again, sometimes it is, but we cannot just you know, make those equivalent like that. That's not always true. So boundaries, like that's, what's going to help you be healthy. Like, do you, are you sleeping enough? Because boundaries are what's going to help you sleep enough. You say no to things. So you're not overworking yourself. You say no also to social media, to TV, so that you're getting the rest you need. You say no to your kids coming out at four in the morning and saying, well, they just wake up at this time. So this is what it is. Boundaries are important to get enough sleep. Time alone. Do you get time alone? If you are a mother, if you are human, if you're breathing right now, you need time alone. Even if you're an extrovert, everyone needs time alone, even in the thick of motherhood. So you've got to figure out how to get that. I know it's not always easy, but maybe you need to wake up. Maybe you need to go to bed with your kids so that you can wake up before them. Maybe you need to have them play in another room if they're old enough and say, I'm going to be in my room locked in here for the next 20 minutes and no one's allowed to come in here. <laughs> obviously make sure they're safe. You know, obviously it depends on their ages and all that, but like that, that can be a boundary you set. And that's not mean. That's not bad. As long as they're safe, that's not bad. You can ask your husband to watch the kids. You can ask your family to watch the kids. You can hire someone to watch the kids. Again, I know those things are not always easy. 
However, you do need to figure out how to get some alone time, but it requires boundaries. Okay, time alone with your husband. This is another thing. You need to set boundaries in order to create that space to have time alone with your husband. This is essential for a healthy marriage, a healthy life. Like this, this is so important, but it requires boundaries. A Sabbath, I'm not going to go deep into all of these, but you know, I've talked about them a lot, but Sabbath, like you need to have a day where you do not do any kind of work paid or unpaid. This is one of God's 10 commandments. And yet we, we treat it with so frivolously, so lightly, but you need to have one of those days. And if you can't have a 24 hour period, maybe it's like, you know, the evening on one day and the morning on the next day, like figure out what you can do, but it needs to be a day where you drop all forms of work and you just rest. You do something that brings you joyful delight. You go into the beach, you go on a walk, you sit and read a book all day. I know that's always possible with young kids, but, you know, maybe during their nap, instead of working, you are reading a book. And then the rest of the time, maybe you all go to the beach, maybe you all go to the park, like whatever's going to bring you that joyful delight. But it requires boundaries, okay? Also, not overpacking your schedule or your kid's schedule. Uh, yeah, you don't need to say yes to everything. You don't need to be at every single thing. You don't need to be gone every single night of the week. You need some time at home to chill, to do something you want to do. And same with the kids' activities. Like they do not need to take over your lives. I know when they get older, it can be so challenging to figure that out, especially if you have a lot of kids. But figure out how to, you know, maybe they they have to be on the same team. Maybe they only get one one sport. Like Whatever it is you need to do to make sure that you are not overpacking your family's schedule, it is essential for peace, right? We're trying to figure out why the peace is gone. Why are we just feeling this exhaustion and chaos? And, and boundaries can be such a huge part of this. So as we go through each one of these, I just want you to, to write down anything that resonates with you, any, any realizations you have about next steps that you need to take, because it's one thing to hear me say this, and it's another thing to do something about it. So write down, get a pen and a paper out, and write down that bound, I have an issue with boundaries in this specific area. I, this is what I need to do. And if you don't know what you need to do yet, like pause this episode and figure it out or like put it on your calendar for tomorrow and schedule time to pray about it and to plan how you're going to change this and, and put it in your calendar so you don't miss it. Like let, let's be some action takers here. Okay. The next one, are you tapping into the living water? Going to John four verses 13 and 14 Jesus said, this is how it starts. It says, Jesus said to her, everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Now, this is talking about, you know, Jesus saving us, that, that he is going to be our provider. But he promises us this, this constant renewal, this, this spring of fresh life, this spring of fresh water in us that, that we can live by. And just like it sounds, it brings refreshment. It, it, it quenches our thirst. It brings us what we need. But in order to get that living water, we can't just go to Jesus one time and say, yes, I want your living water. And then we walk away because we slowly dry out. It's like we got to hook up like we're a hose. We got to hook up 
to the spout of living water. And what that means is that constantly are we in his presence? Constantly are we seeking him in prayer and and sitting with him and reading his word and, and receiving from him? And so if you are not doing that in your life, this might be why you are so overwhelmed and exhausted. You need to have regular time with him every day. You need to be praying with him throughout the day. You need to make room for the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Sometimes we never slow down enough to hear from God. Like he has so much to say to us, but we don't slow down enough to hear it. And so we don't get that fresh revelation, that fresh water that's going to get us through a day or a week. So this is super important, but I'm not going to go in more depth into it because I have lots of podcasts on this, but you need to tap into that living water. Okay. Another one I talk about a lot. Do you have community? You cannot do this mom thing alone. I know you're strong. I know you're amazing, but you cannot and should not do it alone. That's not how you were created. You need a support system. And what that looks like, one of the things it looks like, because it can look like many things, but at bare minimum is a, a church that you plug into. And this is for everyone, not just moms. This is how God, God created us, his plan for us. But especially in this season of motherhood, like we really need this community. You need to be in a local church. You need to be diving deep. You need to have relationships there. You need to be in a small group where people know your stuff and they can speak into you and encourage you and support you. And you need to be real there. You need to talk about this exhaustion. You need to talk with, with real authenticity about how you really feel about being a mom and what your week really feels like. And not just like, I love my children and I'm so blessed and wow. And yeah, those things are true. You're blessed. You love your kids. Great. Okay. But also let's talk about what else is there. We can't ignore it. And the more we talk about it, we we can't just dwell on it forever, but we need to, we need to talk about it and we need to share that with others and get encouragement and support and know we're not alone. This is a non-negotiable. Okay. Another one. Are you taking care of your body? We already talked about making sure you get eight hours of sleep, eight hours. All of you need eight hours of sleep. Obviously, if you're in the newborn stage, this is challenging, but that is the only exception. You got to fight for this and do whatever it takes to get that. Are you exercising? This is so important for your mental health. This actually gives you more energy once you have a good rhythm with it. You need this in your life to, to get rid of exhaustion. Are you pouring in good nutrients into your body? Are you eating the kind of foods that are going to sustain you and give you energy? Are you just eating junk all the time because you're trying to survive? Or maybe you're eating nothing because you're like, I don't know. I always hear like, you know, as a mother, you don't ever sit down for your own meal. You just eat the scraps of your children. I don't understand where that comes from. I've never done that in my, my whole motherhood. Like I sit down and eat with my kids. They have the same meal as I do, which is not PB&J. I mean, they have PB&J sometimes. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, like they're going to eat what I'm eating. Like we're going to have uh, tacos together. We're going to have uh, stir fry together. I'm not going to make them a separate meal. We are going to eat as a family and they're going to eat what I'm eating. So you need to make sure you're taking care of your body and stewarding that well, because easily could that lead to exhaustion. Now, again, you're going to have to do some work on this. I'm going through these fast, but write down the area that you need to focus on it and make a game plan for it. Okay. Another one. Do you let pressure turn into stress? Now I get this idea of pressure turning into stress from my church. They're amazing. It's one of our culture points, Movement Church. If you're in Orange County, California, come and join us. 
it's the best church. I mean, I, I hope everyone feels that about their local church that they're plugged into, but I love our church. So one of their culture points is that we embrace pressure. And I love they add on because pressure is good. It it makes diamonds and babies and both are beautiful. And those are quotes from my pastors. This is, this is not my, my words. It's so good. So here's the thing, like pressure in and of itself is not bad. There will always be pressures that come in our lives. Like we cannot avoid them. And if we try to escape them, we're actually escaping what God has for us because part of what we need to become who we are, part of even stepping into our calling or into healing or any type of growth is pressure. And so you think about like pressure making diamonds, right? Like it, these, it creates these beautiful things. And so pressure is essential for us, but we have to be careful not to let the pressure turn into stress. So how do we do that? Now it's a longer conversation, but just some, some quick things. One of it is mindset is just, again, that, that mindset of embracing the pressure. Okay. I feel the pressure. I'm going to embrace it. I got this. I feel it, but it doesn't have to take me down. It doesn't have to lead to anxiety. It doesn't have to, I don't have to overthink it. I'm just, I feel it. I feel the pressure. There it is. All right. We got this. So part of it is that mindset. Part of it is having scripture ready, like the sword of the spirit. You need to have some scripture ready to fight, you know, that anxiety that wants to sneak in when pressure comes. Those voices that tell you that that this this pressure means something more. Like you need to stay out of lies. You need to have, you know, if you know restoration theory, you need to have your four steps ready so that if you feel that pressure, you're not beginning to to get triggered and then starting to believe you're inadequate and then going into your pain cycle and, and destructive coping and just spiraling. You need to have your four steps ready to get out of those lies and you need to stay solid in the truth. And scripture can help with that. Your four steps can help with that. But that's how you stay out of that stress. Also community. We have to, like I just said, we got to be talking about our stuff within community. Okay. The last one, I just talked on this recently, but are you taking care of your home and are you being faithful in all of the small things? And not like the scrambling to like, you know, take care of things in the last second, but like really having structure and peace and systems in your home so that you're not constantly behind and constantly trying to catch up because that will leave you feeling exhausted. I just did an episode on it, but go check out Chelsea Joe Systemize Your Life podcast, Systemize Your Life Academy. You can get $200 off with the code Morning Mama. It's changed my life. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. You can also go back and listen to episode 25 I just did on, um, you know, back to school. And we kind of, I talked a lot more about this, so go check that out. But your home is essential to get rid of this exhaustion. Okay. The last thing I have to say is the problem is not for your exhaustion. The problem is not the lack of support from your spouse. This can help of course, but peace is offered even without this. There are people that have spouses that are not supportive. Now this is not the end goal. I hope for more but you can still have that peace even if your spouse is not on board. Okay. And I mean, that's a whole other discussion, but that's not the problem. You can still get that peace. You can't have any excuses. The problem is also not that you aren't cut out for this. If you're just thinking, I'm just not cut out for motherhood. It's just not for me. No. Hello. God chose you for this job. He gave you that child. He trusts you. He created you to do this. So that's, that's not reality. Got to toss that excuse out. And the last thing the problem is not is this is not just how it is. That, that motherhood is just exhausting. This is just the end all be all. This is just what's there for me. This is just how my life is going to be until X, Y, Z happens. No, <laughs> that's a lie. God has peace 
waiting for you in the midst of this season. But we got to get our uh, get our swords up, get ready to fight, get ready to do some changes in our lives in order to accept that peace, in order to receive that peace, in order to step into that peace. We got to do some changes, slash some things out of our life, get some things in order. And I know you have this, Mama. Let me pray for you. God, I just thank you for the peace that you offer. I laugh because it's just it just feels too good to be true. That even in the middle of great suffering, you promise us peace. That is unbelievable. And so, God, I just pray that every mama that's listening, God, that you would help her know how to step into that. You would give her insight on, on what her next steps are so that she could receive that peace that you promised. God, I pray you would encourage her and let her know this message is for her and not someone else, that that peace is offered to her. God, and that there's nothing that can stand in the way of that. God, just show her the way out, God, of this chaos and this overwhelm, God. And thank you that you meet us right in every hardship, every bit of suffering that we're in, God. We trust you and we love you and we, we just lean into you for your wisdom and your strength that we, that we can't do this without you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.